Part of me suspects that I'm a loser, but the other part of me expects that I'm God Almighty. All I really know, though, is that I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is Tracks, Brighton's premier music podcast. And this is episode number 51. 51. How exciting to be here. So exciting. Again, kicking off the second half of our first century in style is a biggie. Uh, it comes directly from Harry's bedroom. He's lit a candle, especially for you, listeners, you know and for me. We've, we've obviously we do this at the end, and uh, you haven't mentioned the candle all night. I clocked it the second I walked in the door. You did. I tried to make it a little bit fancy for us. Uh, I hope you are sensing the ambiance through the mics, <sighs> listeners. Uh, it's a good one. It's a really, really good one. We enjoyed it. Uh, Harry didn't try that hard. I did. I, tr- um, I just didn't try hard. <laughs> I was fine until then. It's <laughs> holding on to this. Oh, that's what she says. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, let's just get into it, because I, if I say uh, one more time, then uh, we're all going to turn off. We're all uh, going to delete the download, <laughs> and no one wants that. Uh, so, where are we going to see them? Uh, we'll see them on the flip side, mate. Yeah, right there. Nothing fancy, just the flip side. Just flip it. Shall we begin? Let's begin. All right, mate. Hello there, Tim. How's it going? It's uh, it's going pretty well. Another day, another podcast. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, another week. Gone. Yeah. It feels like it's gone weirdly quick, right? It's been stupidly quick, I, constantly. Yeah, I we're recording listeners on uh, a Thursday today. Uh, yep. Which is not necessarily a normal recording day. I feel like every week at the moment I'm saying we never record at this time. Yeah, because we've gone all yeah. over the shop. Yeah, but uh, I woke up this morning and I literally couldn't believe that it was Thursday. I had to. I, I saw that it was Thursday, but I thought I was convinced it must be Wednesday because yeah. how can it nearly be the weekend already? Insanity. <laughs> um, how's your week been? Uh, it's been eventful, fun. Has it? Uh, well, events, eventful in fun? terms of uh, work's been good. That's all. Really. Oh, yeah, that's not eventful. No, um, I guess it's been. I don't think I've had a good train journey yet this week. Maybe that's why it's gone so quickly, because my train journeys up there are quick. Work goes quickly, and then like I don't get home until like ten. There's eight, very there's very little occurring except going to work, coming back yeah. from work, and working. So. I don't know, every day kind of seems similar, maybe, that's why. Yeah. And I've had some long weekends. Like, this week? <laughs> just No, just in terms of, like, I haven't really had a break in, like, like we've gone out every weekend, I think. Yeah, um, Yeah, I'm feeling that. And I've been, like, I've been, like, drained at the end of the week, and then drinking and, like, staying up too late and then not getting enough sleep for the weekend as well, so I've, I yeah. just never feel rested. It's like a snowball effect. Like, yeah. You wonder why I've had a cold for about a month. <laughs> like, it, I just, I never have the time, the R and R that I need. Yeah. Uh, maybe this weekend. I, I did briefly toy with the idea of having a sober weekend. Okay. This weekend. Why has that changed? Um, because then I thought, what the hell am I going to do then? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm going to have a big night out this weekend. That's quite a difference. Mm. Than, There's than nothing going on that I know of. No, but there's never anything going on, and I still just go out, so... Yeah, true. <laughs> I make things go on. Yeah. I am the party. I bring it to other people. Um, um, got lost in London. You did? Yeah. 
after last week's debacle where you ended up in, where did you say? Picnic. <laughs> uh, Putney. No. P- pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> Putney's a real place. <laughs> yeah, so last week you ended up in uh, Pumpkin. Where did you end up this week? <laughs> Back at work. <laughs> I left work, and then about 15 minutes later, I was back at work again. I just did a big circle around Soho and went back. How long did it take you to realise? When I saw the Oxford Circus tube, <laughs> I was like, why is that there? I, I, I thought I'd been walking south. Oh, God. But, but you had taken at least three lefts. Yeah. Like you must have done. <laughs> no, no, no. I just went right, followed a long road around. And I, I honestly didn't turn right again. You must have done. Literally, that is impossible that you end up behind where you were. I think I, I went down, followed the main road, thought it was going straight, realised it, it was actually curving. It was a big... And I was on Regent Street. Uh, so you um, just walked up Regent I just, Street. Yeah, I just saw the big, like, <laughs> Apple store, the new the new big one, Yeah, which is very nice, and I yeah, wanted to go in, Snazzy. but I also wanted to go home. Um... Yeah, they just had, you know, they, uh, that Apple store, apparently, they just have stuff lying about. You can pick it up. Like, you can pick up an iPhone and walk around the store with it. And steal it. Well, no, because the security is obviously much better because oh. of that reason, I think. Yeah. It's very nice. I I've, I had an Apple store experience. I, this probably isn't an exciting podcast entertainment, but I think they're rubbish. I tried to buy something in the Apple store last weekend, and I decided, uh, once and for all, that Apple stores are rubbish. Really, why is that? Because the fact that they don't have a till, I know they're trying to make it more like... Uh, yeah, like uh, free flowing and like you just get service anywhere and you don't have to stand in a big long line but my experience was I went in there I was buying a pair of headphones I like picked them up off the thing and then I was just stood in the middle of the <laughs> shop like someone served me and I was stood there for like 10 minutes just looking around and no one was so coming over to me staff there. You no no one was someone. I had to go and interrupt a conversation between two staff members and be like can I buy these <laughs> and they were like yeah and I was like I'm going to then. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well done. You're like, thanks. I'm going to go away and stand also, for another 10 I also, Every time I buy something in the Apple store, I'm always like, uh, I notice the fact that they, the staff don't expect anyone to buy anything. They're so used to everyone in there just being in there to like mess around with stuff. Yeah. That like, when you say you want to buy something, they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. payday, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Money, thanks. <laughs> I'd like to buy a 24 inch Mac, please. Yeah. Really? Because yeah. everyone just comes in and just, like, FaceTime on it. <laughs> yeah. Or, if you're me, you just go in there and put tracks on every single Which was a great iPhone. idea. Yeah. I know, I can't believe it's taken us so long to do that. Yeah, I know. But Although, numbers haven't gone up much. I feel like people might have just closed it. But yeah. I don't think anyone really looks. But if we if we wanted to artificially uh, increase our numbers, if we went through every device in there, That's that must be a good 50 downloads we could get. If we actually downloaded We'd have to do that every week. Three when times a day. Were, when do you think they were <laughs> we'll, cotton off? We'll open up a shift pattern. <laughs> Are you going to buy anything? Just having a look, mate. Am okay, I allowed to so do that? I'm just going to float this out there. Are there any people out there who want to intern for us and uh, tour the UK? We won't pay for any of this, but you can go to Apple stores and download our podcast everywhere. Or go there, see if they're signed in, review the podcast on iTunes. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Maybe they'll be signed in as Steve Jobs and we'll get top of the iTunes <laughs> Do you reckon it's, uh, it's now obvious that we do not care who listens? It's all about them sweet numbers. Well, I mean, I think it's been obvious for a while. And really, 
everyone who does a podcast, you know that the numbers are there, but you don't really know who everyone is. No. Crowd interaction is at a minimum. <laughs> no, like, like, even if you've got a huge podcast... You said podcast, that without you fucking dickheads. <laughs> Why aren't you talking to us? Uh, no. <laughs> what I mean is, like, even if you're, like, Mark Maron, like, what, 0.05% of his listeners probably actually interact with him. Yeah. Which is still about seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, because you've got loads. That's that's my point. Like, yeah. you just see a number. Yeah, it's like when you look at your bank account, you don't wonder like, but where are all those pound coins? Like, you just <laughs> see some money there. Yeah, true. Yeah, same thing. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, it's a quick week. It has been. Yeah, nothing like you. I feel a bit tired. I feel like I haven't. I literally haven't had an evening at home. Mm. all week and it's about to be the weekend so I'm not going to for another three days and it's like I I did see the football I went to watch the live football oh yeah you did and I that might be why I've forgotten the rest of the week it's because I've tried to forget everything yeah because like you've been stumbling around like David Hay after being absolutely beaten the crap out of yeah it was very funny I was watching it in a pub in Brighton and just every time it cuts the crowd, just hoping to see your little face, your little moon face, like literally was... the moon emoji, just like <laughs> it was like that. I was looking around, smiling at people and laughing yeah. every time a girl went in. I was like, "Did you see that? <laughs> Can you believe it?" The Douglas Costa one was particularly nice. Uh, don't remember it. Yeah, you do. The one where he cut in on his left foot and then whipped it in the far post. This isn't a football podcast, <laughs> listeners. Uh, we apologise, but yeah. Uh, Basically Harry, not a lot this week. Harry's but... team got absolutely destroyed and he was there to witness it. Uh, and it was very funny. Yeah. Long story Spent short. money on it. Yeah. Well, you didn't actually. It was a birthday. No, did yeah. you know that Jack didn't see the first 15 minutes because his card was rejected? His like, Arsenal card? Yeah. They said yeah. it was out of date, which makes no sense because they don't have a date. I was stressed. Did he miss, did he miss the Arsenal goal? No, he got in and then about two minutes later it was scored. So it worked out right in the end. Unlucky Jacko. <laughs> anyway, though. Yeah, th- let's just uh, take a moment to uh, compose ourselves and remember that this is a music podcast. And as such, it is vital that we pick a song eventually. Play some music. Play oh, that boy. funky music. <laughs> uh, I'll let you go first. Have you got a musical highlight of the week or whatever we call this these days? I do have a highlight of the week. And the highlight is that my storage is almost full, apparently. Which Mine always is happens. It, it's always full. When I like do I a backup now... turn up and then it's like, full. <laughs> yeah, when I do a backup now, it says like you're somehow... I'm like 8 gig over my storage capacity. And yeah. I don't know how that's even happening. Yeah, I don't know either. That makes no sense, mate. Um, right, my highlight of this week, um, which hasn't actually been that difficult... Uh, is Alt-J have brought a new song to the table. Have they really? I did not know this. Right, the song is 3WW. 3WW? Or is that a 3-double-W? Is that six Ws? No, three double... (laughs) (laughs) God. It's three (laughs) woo-woo. Okay, so... Upon first listening, I think it's... um, you automatically think it's a grower. Not a shower. Not a shower. Um, you get this kind of almost world music sounding beginning, uh, kind of Eastern European uh, instrumentation kind of thing. Um, 
and then it kind of comes in and as soon as there's a first um vocal which doesn't sit quite right with me because the recording sounds off but it is intentional i'm guessing and then when he comes in you get those classic kind of alt j guitar chords which are just like scattered throughout their whole last album and it takes you a few different places and it's kind of here and there and everywhere and it's just quite after especially after a while it's quite nice and it's about i think it's about five minutes long um and there's some female vocals in it and i think this it makes me excited for the album because the one thing that all j give you is something different with each album yeah they do the first album was very different to a lot of things people were hearing at the time um i think a lot of people grew to like them just because of the fact that they were doing something different in in terms of just his vocals as well yeah um, and then the second album was a bit odd. They had that song, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it had a female and a male vocal kind of sharing yeah. parts. I didn't really get into the second album at all. It, no. it just didn't press my buttons or whatever, no. whatever phrase I'm trying to say. Well, it definitely was, that was, I was in Spain when that came out and I remember trying to download it on like Google Music on my tablet, which was just difficult enough anyway. Trying to like oh it leaked I think and I was trying to get like a thing for it and whatever. Yeah, um, yeah this has kind of just got me excited for a new album from them because I know yeah. that they're going to give us something slightly different. I for feel sure. like I didn't have a cold and then after that whole spiel, I've now sounded very nasally. That's just you, mate. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Well, maybe it's just. The I feel like I've been like, yeah, Tim. This alt J things come out and then. Uh, <laughs> <really nice. laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, do you want to just hear it? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't want to No, I was, I mean, I could just reference back to some things you said earlier, I could just... All I was going to say is that, uh, the fact of it being a grower, for me, Alt-J were a grower, and I think it's, yeah. I think it's something that runs through, like, all of their back catalogue, really. Maybe it's just because they try something new, so you never, yeah. never like, get what you're expecting. But I didn't, when they first came out, I don't know what your original impression of them, but I for a while was a bit like mm, I don't, I'm not really sure I'm into this and then mm. eventually really got into the first album but um, yeah I feel like exactly as you say they kind of pushed the boat yeah. they, no, that's not what I mean at all they kind of like do yeah do something different do something exciting do something innovative and sometimes it can like uh, yeah, feel a bit uncomfortable to yeah. listen to it first so let's have a listen to this see if I feel yeah. uncomfortable so uh, it's Alt J with three Wilbur. Only three more words, oh, that we whisper at the rocking hands of tourists in the moment. I just want to love you in my own language. So, uh, first thoughts on that? So many first thoughts on that. Um, Give me your second thoughts, though. Like, first of all, it felt like very medieval, like, Viking hymn. I come, you know, I come from York, which is a famous Viking city, and uh, <laughs> I've spent many a happy hour in the Jorvik Viking Centre and in the Viking Festival. And, um, yeah, there was something very kind of old, oldie-worldy about the beginning, uh, and then 
bizarrely, it went from that to kind of a little... We both did like, Arriba! Yeah. There's like a little Mexican interlude bit. And then, um, as you said, there was a weird kind of moment that felt like very Beatles-influenced. And then... Yeah. And then at the end, it got a bit more bassy, and a woman. Honestly, like there was a lot of different moments that I kind of uh, enjoyed. And I will liked. say, I did kind of skip through it, and I yeah. think uh, you're definitely, obviously, you're going to listen to it as a full piece at some point. Yeah. And I think now knowing what you're going into, you might enjoy it a bit more because on I, first listen, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't not enjoy it. That was the thing. It, yeah, I know. It just kind of I, you would have said that on first otherwise. It felt. It felt a tiny bit. Uh, kind of a mush of lots of influences and yeah sometimes the the skill is in distilling like i want a i want a flavor of this but not like a really where someone's gonna feel like shouting ariba like yeah. i can have a bit of like south american influence without going that far but like with everything they put out i'm excited to hear more and i'm excited to hear the album yeah but um yeah like you say, probably a grower rather than a shower because on first listen I'm a bit confused really. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the underlying sentiment. So basically Alt J flaccid three inches. <laughs> I mean I don't wanna cast aspersions <laughs> at uh <laughs> what's going on in the trunk department <laughs> for Alt-J. But, um, uh, yeah. Is that a good time to move on to yours? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> uh, so for my musical highlight of the week, I have gone for John Wayne. Are you familiar with John Wayne? Is he not like a cowboy? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and interestingly, uh, researching about this is a, a musician, it's not the same John Wayne. It's one word, J-O-N-W-A-Y-N-E. Sorry, was John Wayne like an actor? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But interestingly, reading about this particular artist in the early life section on Wikipedia, uh, John Wayne was born in La Habra, California. He is a descendant of an American Revolutionary War general who is called in... uh, What are they called? Bunny ears. Quote marks. Yeah, quotation marks. Mad... Anthony Wayne, from whom actor John Wayne took his stage name. Really? So there's a weird connection to the actor John Wayne. Guy, sorry, I just assumed this guy was new. He, yeah, he, no, he's he's new. That was his. He's a descendant of a war. He's not a war veteran. Oh, maybe I didn't hear what you said. I thought you. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, he's not that new. He's had loads of things out apparently, but I've only just discovered him. Anyway, the point is. Uh, his real name is John Wayne, and Wayne. he's condensed it into one word for his stage Dwayne. name. Dwayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne, no space. Yes. Okay. Uh, and no H either. Just John. <laughs> I mean, it's still just John. <laughs> John. <laughs> no, you say it quicker without John H. Wayne. <laughs> anyway, um, he is an American rapsmith, uh, and he is a large... Uh, quite fat, bearded white man. You should have stayed with large. No, you've just offended people. <laughs> I'm not offended anyone. He was a jar- large, 
grotesque. <laughs> I hey, you're putting words in my mouth I'm, and I'm just casting kidding. aspersions. I'm kidding. I thought he was beautiful. I was absolutely charmed by his physical appearance. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he this year brought out an album, which the name of it I really like. I know that sentence was poorly <laughs> constructed, but what can I say? I'm learning English. What can I say? But his album is called Rap Album 2, and I think that's a good really, name. Really, it's the second rap album. Yeah, because he also had Rap Album 1. Makes sense. And his discography has is, is got loads of great names. His, one of his mixtapes was called Cassette. And he had Cassette 2, and then he had Cassette 3. Uh, he's had an EP called... Uh, John Wayne fucks Disney, and John Wayne is retired. He's good at names of his yeah. releases. Um, and the song I'm going to pick is also well-named. It's called TED Talk. Uh, Beautiful. And I just really like it. It's, as you know, I've been kind of trying to listen to a lot of old-school hip-hop, and one of the things I've always said I really enjoy about that is just kind of the simplicity of it and... Um, how it's just like a good beat, a nice delivery, some funny lyrics, and that's kind of like job done. It feels like sometimes uh, modern hip hop is kind of over elaborate in lots of ways. Yeah. Um, I discovered this from. I'm going to shout him out because uh, I don't. Maybe probably hasn't really been influenced on us, but is a big person within our world, within our field. Uh, the needle drops guy. That's where oh, I discovered okay. him. I from. don't think you really enjoyed him. No, I don't. Well, to be honest, I do, but I don't like his fluffy hair. Okay, I'm, fair I'm sorry. I mean, he doesn't listen is to what it, is. do he? Like? He does. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, it was in one of his... He did like a roundups of albums you won't have heard in January. Which is a bit presumptuous. Um, but albums you won't have heard in January, but you should have heard in January. Or February. Oh, no, right. February. Yeah, he does that. I think it was February. Anyway, and this was one of them. Uh, and I gave it a listen... And this was the song that really stood out to me, so I, w- I would like to play TED Talks by John Wayne. You never seen a man so calm in your life, be afraid of this mic. And I got the type of mind to grind into that white light. I rock the mic inside the china shop and spit that bullshit. This ain't no bullshit. This eating passed after the stomach full shit. No eating ass, no groceries. I ate at restaurants. They served me well since I'm a baby of the cunt renaissance. You may recall my marvelous reconnaissance. I never forget. Like elephants on 4chan. Remember, I'm a poor man. Look out a fucking kingdom up in here. Where the beer flows like me and seeded with that. So that was John Wayne with TED Talk. And just like uh, the song that you played for me, I believe that is the first time you've heard that, Harry. It, yeah, 100%. Thoughts? No idea who he is. Really hate it. Um, <laughs> no, as I told you, when you, you you said uh, there's a silent bit and then it comes in and you're just like blah, blah, blah. And then it happened and, I, and it came in and I was completely shocked. Yeah. I didn't know what I was getting. I thought, oh, I feel, I'm not offending anyone, but I thought by looking at him we were, we were going to get another Daniel Johnston on our hands. <laughs> But I mean, he's yeah, he's not. You went so cocky then as well. Another fucking Daniel Johnson. <laughs> you know, he's not at all that bad. Um, <laughs> Daniel Johnson's great. What are you on about? What? No, no, no. He neither are bad. I, yeah. I'm just saying. I was yeah, no. surprised. You know, when something surprises you. Yeah. Um, do not surprises. Don't judge a book by its cover. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I very, 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 very much enjoyed that. 
I don't know what to compare it to. I'm looking at his related artists, and there's the Gaslamp Killer there, and I'm just like trying to put two together, yeah. trying to understand their algorithm. Um, yeah, I listened to more of it, I guess, before I said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how did you discover him? Sorry, Needle Drop. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you like one of his that. albums from last month. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna listen to him. I'm gonna yeah. listen to him. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm really uh, pleased because I feel like it's been a few weeks. Obviously, last week was a bonanza of me picking songs that you liked, but in terms of my musical highlights, I feel like you've been sceptical for quite a while. So I'm delighted to have picked something that... Have I? Uh, I don't know. I just feel like you... Maybe. Like, I've never <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm delighted that you liked that. And definitely, go and check it out, everyone. Rap album too, and he's got a massive uh, back catalogue too. <laughs> He's got a massive something. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to have a little bit of music and uh, then we're going to go into a nonsensical episode. So did you know, Harry, that uh, tomorrow... Because yeah. we are releasing this episode on the 14th of uh, March. Which, incidentally, is Steak and Blowjob Day. So Yeah, I mean, we tried to think of something. Have a nice one, listeners. <laughs> we won't. But someone out there will. Um, but, yeah, as you say, themes were pretty difficult to come by. Yeah. No pun intended uh, on that one. <laughs> um so we decided to go for something that happened the following day, the 15th of March, 2002. So 15 years ago to the day tomorrow. Uh, the late, great John Lennon, obviously one of the most iconic, uh, magical and beautiful names in the history of music. Uh, he was marked in a very special way. He was commemorated in a very special way. Uh, his hometown of Liverpool decided to name their airport after them. It's... You know, like New York has JFK, yeah. like Liverpool, Liverpool Airport. I didn't even know they had an airport. No, but they decided I to mean, rename they must it. Do. I just assume in England it's Gatwick and Heathrow, and that's it. Of course, you do. <laughs> I think Leeds, Bradford, and Manchester—they're the airports <laughs> I've flown from loads of times. Luton, that's that's a, oh, that's, that's the place. most northern one. Everyone yeah. above there just has to come just to comes. Luton. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland, I've got to go down a fucking Luton. <laughs> It's a 19-hour train journey to Luton. <laughs> also, I just assume they've just—it's just someone's garden with like a strip in it. Of course you do. It's like <laughs> you, you imagine, like Shoreham's airport. got a airfield, but you still think that? <laughs> oh, that's—I that, think it's like that though. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's my point. Airfield. Like you imagine the rest of England is the same as Shoreham. <laughs> anyway, uh, what an honour to be bestowed on you by <laughs> your. Racist. You're, and you're the very least a regionalist or whatever that thing is. Yeah, maybe. You're just southern. I mean, all southerns are the same. Anyway. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting Aggie. I'm getting Kim and Aggie over here. Um, so, yeah, what a beautiful honour to be bestowed on him. And we're going to continue in that vein. Yeah. Maybe by... <laughs> we're going to name our airport. <laughs> we are playing... Um, what was it called? Airport Tycoon? Yeah. One of those games? Yeah. yeah we're playing Airport Tycoon and Loving we're calling it, it the John Lennon 
That's the name of our save. <laughs> this is a six-hour podcast of us trying to run an airport. Oh, don't put a fucking runway there, Harry. There's sheep. <laughs> it's going to cost us more. <laughs> we ran out of money. Put a cheat in. Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you remembered that. <laughs> or, no. <laughs> Mother load. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I remember che- I, I was to, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Just building a massive house and then I couldn't even bother to play the game. Once I'd built the massive cheat house, I was like fuck this. I've never this played as well boring. I've built half a house and then given up every single time. Yeah. They're always just miserable. It's like, look at your house. I'd be delighted. <laughs> Seeing yourself. <laughs> just go to the toilet. What are you saying? I don't understand. It's got a bubble with a cock in it. What do you mean? <laughs> go talk to the fucking postman if you're so lonely. <laughs> Do you ever think about me? I'm sat here controlling you. How lonely do you think I am? Dickhead. Go to work. <laughs> it's eight o'clock. When you said the alarm would go off to wake them up for work and he'd be too sad to go, he'd just get out of bed and just be like, ah. Oh. And then piss himself. <laughs> and then stink. <laughs> just have a shower. Why do I have to keep telling you? <laughs> 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 I feel like I've laughed for about three minutes. I'm gonna die. <laughs> it was a weird game, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How do we go into that? Rosebud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna uh, do over Liverpool. Uh, they did one tribute, but we're doing an even better one. We're going to have a vaguely John Lennon reference episode, and it's a bit of a throwback, listeners. Uh, 51 is the number of the episode, and we're going back to like what we used to do in like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. We're having like basically three separate subjects, yeah. and we're picking one song from each. That's This is the old days. This is the beautiful old, old days. Do you want to share a mic? <laughs> <laughs> Let's share a mic and try and film it. <laughs> and just go, eh, I don't know, the whole time. Uh, so first question. Yeah. Subjects. It's not really a question, is it? Like, none of these are really questions. That's just a thing. Uh, the first one, we're going with, uh, your best, your favourite, or the song you want to play that was either by John Lennon, involved John Lennon, or had some relation to him. Basically, uh, JL's Greatest Hits. Yeah, pretty much, or at least... Not Jennifer Lopez's, John Lennon's. Yeah, we'll, we'll do her one day. I hope... Not Jonah <laughs> Louis. Who's that? Uh, the... The fact you have to explain it. The Stop the Cavalry or whatever his name. That Christmas song. I wish I was at home for Christmas. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. I'm there. Um, do you want me to go first, then? Uh, yeah, why not? Um, okay, so I, I don't really want to be boring, but we... I think this might be the first time we've done an episode 
solely about John slash the Beatles. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, we've, we've I think mentioned we've played past, obviously, but previously a little bit, but um, not really. So my favourite Beatles album is Rubber Soul. This is upon me listening to the album maybe the end of last year and kind of listening on from there. Listening to like the White Album and Rubber Soul. I think you did talk about this on the podcast, didn't you? That that was yeah. kind of your entry point after we went to see uh, yes. Eight Days a Week, the touring years. Eight Days a Week. Um... So my favourite song of the Beatles, not John Lennon, um, you know, I, I could have had something like Imagine because of how big it is and that, but yep. I am going with Girl. Girl. It's probably the m- most played Beatles song, like, on my iPod or something. Okay. Slash not iPod. I mean, although, like, you said you were being boring, I... I don't think that's an obvious favourite Beatles song. Is it not? No. Yeah, I, I absolutely... I find I'm not convinced it, it was a single. No. No, I mean, when you look at that album, I mean, you probably had Drive My Car was an album. Would Norwegian would have been an album? Uh, sorry, a single? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, Nowhere Man, I think, was a single. I mean, I have no idea whatsoever. Nowhere Man was, yeah. Yeah. Because it's on Beatles and other ones. Right. Um, Well, yeah, Girl wasn't... The point is, (laughs) although it's a Beatles song, it maybe is a slightly uh, less mainstream. Okay. Uh, There's such things as a less mainstream Beatles song. Let's just get on to why you like it. I I just find it stunning. I find it written beautifully beautifully well. Uh, it's, It's like one of these first Beatles songs that I hear... Because obviously when I grew up, I had the Beatles number one, like the, that album, that was my dad's. And he had, well, he obviously had like a lot of records and things, but I wasn't listening to those. But I remember having a CD player when I was a kid, and that was kind of one of the old, only CDs we had lying about and that. And I would often play it. Um, so all the big, like Twist and Shout was used to be my favourite um, Beatles song until I kind of looked into them more. Um and it was upon finding this album and this kind of song that I realised there's a lot more to them than I had let myself believe. Yeah. Um, because I just thought they were this band that ha- had these famous songs. They obviously meant a lot, but I never really looked into why. And, um, yeah, this song is something that I just keep playing, that I've learned to play just because I think it's nice. Um, and maybe I'll put a, I'm, I'm going to put a cover up one day of this. Hey. I mean, I've been meaning to for about a year, so I can't guarantee it'll be any time soon. Get on with it, you lazy shit. I got shit. cold, so... Oh, oh, God. Um, yeah, that's all I've really got to say. I've I've always wanted to just play this on the podcast as well, just because I love it's it. It's more than enough. Yeah. Let's just play the song. Let's play the it's song. It's classic. Is there anybody going to listen to my story? About the girl who came to stay. She's the kind of girl you want so much it makes you sorry. Still, you don't regret a single day. Ah, girl. 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 There's not really much more we can say about that. It's a fantastic song. Um, Tim. Come at me with your first pick. So, 
I had like a bit of a kind of a decision to make, sort of. Basically, I was trying to think of like what's a cool John Lennon choice, or what's like the uh, giving our listeners something different from John Lennon to listen to, or what is. <laughs> and then I spent ages thinking like, what is literally his best song? And ridiculous, what a stupid rabbit hole to go down because it's absolutely uh, fundamentally impossible to um, to pick one. So what I decided to do instead was just say to myself, what do you want to listen to right now and what would you like to play on the podcast, regardless of merit? And I'm not saying for a second that this is the best song John Lennon ever wrote or even the best pick for this episode, but this particular song just makes me want to get up and dance. I think it's so much fun and it's kind of... Huh? I said interesting. Oh. Because just of what I've know, what I know of his is isn't like kind of get up and dance kind of thing. Yeah, so I, carry yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it kind of it's just fun, and it is a like you say, it is a different side to everything that John Lennon was. It's a song from Walls and Bridges, his uh, 1974 solo album. Uh, it was the second single from it, and it features Elton John on piano and backing vocals. And it's called Whatever Gets You Through the Night. And if you know it, then you know it, because it is just bouncy and fun and uh, joyous. And I'd love to just imagine John and Elton in the studio just having a massive laugh. And, like, the video is great. John looks unbelievable. It's a big tune. And, yeah, I felt like on this particular Thursday evening, what I needed to pet me up... Uh, was a bit of whatever gets you through the night. So that's what I want to play. Okay. And that is what I'm going to play right now. Whatever gets you through the night. That was Big JL with Big EL. No, not EL. That was Big JL with Big EJ. Elton Lon. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> yes, I forgot how to smell John. Uh, irrelevant. I just, yeah, I just love it. And also I think the lyrical content of that song is kind of, is kind of pure Lennon as well. I mean, obviously, knowing me and knowing you, aha, uh-huh, um, I didn't really focus on the lyrics. Yeah, it's just all about the sax and the yeah, funky. Like, there's not many, kind of there's stuff. not many of his songs that are that kind of vibe. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, whatever gets you through your life, it's all right. It's all right. It's it's yeah, just embracing every different kind of person. The uh, the things that make us unique and make us us. Uh, be proud of them. Be who you are. Um, it's a very inclusive message. It's what John was about. He's a legend. I think it's a great song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't really say much more about it, but that was what I wanted to play tonight. So that is what I've played. It's happened already. <laughs> Sorry, haters. It's done. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> Lovers gonna love. 
players gonna play. Um, uh, so the second part of our second part, if we can call it that, uh, is a song that was influenced by uh, Lennon slash the Beatles. I'm gonna say the Beatles too because yeah. um, that kind that's, of whole package. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Um, um, so. And we can take this as loosely or broadly. I don't know what you well, think for this. The, this so, is the like, thing. Um, it could be someone who's outwardly said this was influenced by the Beatles. It could be Oasis who just ripped off the Beatles, <laughs> or it could be something where you just hear a little bit of Beatles in there, like you said about the Alt J song earlier. You know, right, in its exactly. own way. This is um, what I was going to ask you about. Is that, or um, not? Kind of ask you, but state before I made my pick. Are you asking for my permission, Harry? Yes. Can I appreciate this? <laughs> um, right. I was thinking... Uh, I actually Googled, because this is probably pretty much what I always do. I get an hour before recording, and I Googled the questions to get somebody else's answer. Nice. <laughs> Solid. And I was looking down all the things, and I just thought, like, like, these are just, like, either obvious or just, you know, like, they've been talked about. And then I thought about, like, Matt DeMarco and the fact that he's he's a big John Lennon fan, and, and then I almost just didn't want to pick him because you hate him. Or dislike him very strongly. Yeah. I don't so, of those things. I just, I'm, just, just don't I'm ambivalent. Anyway. Um, and there's a lot of kind of Lennon aspects to some of his songs and things. Sure. And certainly the way he writes. Um, but I actually am going to pick Sufjan Stevens. Okay. Um, the reason behind this... As I'm nasally getting out of my body... What is happening to you? I don't know. <laughs> Um, it's because, like, I remember when I was listening to them one day, and I was with Ben, I think, and, uh, I think it, Paul McCartney was singing, and they did this kind of, this vocal technique that Ben said that they kind of did, or mm-hmm. they were the first to do, where they kind of sung the track twice the exact same way, and played the two versions oh, along yeah. each other, alongside each other. And I can't remember what you called it. Um, like two track recording, something like that, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and I hear this in Sufjan. Sufjan. I've never Sufjan. known how to say Sufjan. that, by the way. Yeah, no, I still don't. I just see it there, and I'm like, Stevens. <laughs> Even Stevens. Yes, Stevens. Um, these, these, this is kind of something I hear in a lot of his music. Like, And this is also somebody that I don't know a hell of a lot about. I I used to think I did, and then I every time I listen to him, I'm kind of like, oh, I, I didn't know you were like this. Um, and he's along the same kind of lines as Damien Rice and uh, Benjamin Francis Left, which I always think he sounds very much like. Do you know him? I do know him, yes. Yeah, because I haven't heard of him since, like, maybe eight years ago when I used to listen to his music. He was, like, a big guy for, like, a year. Yeah, he was. He had, like, a decent album out. I think it was, like, 1992 or something, the album, or 1989 or something. It's not that one. <laughs> what? The, like, the album was called that. Oh, think, it was yeah. called or that. Like I thought you were going to say it was coming out then. I was confused. <laughs> no. um, yeah, Seth Jan Stevens is definitely somebody who I, I, I want to look more into because he's definitely, like, a, a well-known person. I mean, you're looking at this top five... And you're getting 12 to 43, 26, 30 million each one. That's quite a lot. They're that's, quite big numbers, aren't they? That's almost as many as our last episode got. All, what, combined, those numbers? Yeah. So, like... Almost. 
two. Oh, what do we get? Four, like three hundred and twelve thousand. Nine billion. Nine billion. Nine billion. I don't know. <laughs> it was loads. I lost no. count. Obviously, it's not nine billion. <laughs> Idiot! It's it's only like four hundred seventy-nine million. No, that's how many people, and they all <laughs> listen to it ten times each. <laughs> oh, weird dicks. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, like I say, It'd be great if someone listened to this and believed that. They're like, wow! <laughs> haven't ever heard of this. They're the biggest podcasters in the world. I mean, do you reckon they get this point into the podcast? And when we talk about that, they'll be like. How is that possible? Have you not heard them? I don't know because I've uh I've like watched a a PewDiePie video and yeah, exactly. thought that the amount of views was a joke. Yeah. Because it's like who's watching this? Like, this is tangible shit. I mean literally million, thirty million views. If I cut my hand in front of this laptop screen, I can catch the shit that is coming out of this person's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> How is anyone watching this? Absolutely. I mean, we need to accrue some listeners first, and then we can start getting like shit. And they're already on there. We'll never be shit. Uh, yeah. So a song I'm actually going to play is "Death with Dignity." Okay. Um, I was going to play "To Be Alone with You," uh, but I'm not going to. So that's pointless. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just going to play "Death with Dignity." Tell me what you think. But before you play it. Can you also name every other song that you were going to play? But didn't? Uh, I was going to play the only thing, uh, but I didn't. Actually, just every song that you're not playing. Okay, uh, ever. I was going to play from the mouth of Gabriel, but I didn't. Um, Heirloom, uh, but I chose not to. Uh, Arnica, but I'm not going to have. About that the one. Ace of Spades? Did you not play that? No. Yellow Submarine? You're not playing that? No. Um, the, the, the two songs that I can think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a third one. Is that and? <laughs> Are there any more songs? Have I finished? Oh god. Uh yeah, so Safjan Stevens. Safjan Stevens. Weird. Death with dignity. Spirit of my silence, I can hear you. There's a forest and an acre before us, but I don't know where to begin. So, thoughts, please. Uh, I liked it. It was very uh, sweet and tender. It reminded. I can see the the reference you're talking about. It uh, reminds yeah. me of uh, Blackbird, basically. Yeah, of course. Which, um, I, as I've talked about on here previously. My delicate, my best favorite, most perfect musical moment of my entire life was uh, seeing Blackbird live. Yeah. So, anything that takes me back to that place is a wonderful thing. Uh, and yeah, really nice, beautiful voice, nice little guitar, very sparse, very simple. But yeah, can't go wrong, really, can you? Absolutely you lovely. Can't go wrong, Kim. You can't, mate. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, I think it might be offensive, <laughs> but. Uh, I was doing like a stick in the dump kind of uh, thing. Oh. I literally don't know what he does or says. So no, I, I, I read that book in primary school, but I've got no... I saw the weird program. It's horrible. It made me feel sick. <laughs> um, so can you give me your second pick? 
Uh, my second pick uh, was very close to being my musical highlight of the week. Forrest is absolutely brand spanking new, fresh out of the womb, Ooh. if you will. It's a tiny little baby of a song. Uh, it's by Hooray for the Riffraff. Hooray for the Riffraff. As someone who... Um, I'm not quite full Jonathan Ross, but I do have a little bit of trouble with my R's. R- Hooray for the riffraff. That's a lot. Yeah, you can't just say hooray. Yeah. Hooray for the riffraff. Hooray for the riffraff. Anyway, it's, fine. it's challenging for me, is what I'm saying. That was me really concentrating that second time. But anyway, um, the point is, that band, that's who I'm picking, uh, it's the project of songwriter Alinda Segera, uh, who had an album out in 2014, I believe, called Small Town Heroes, um, and is now putting out new stuff. And I'm going to be honest with you, there is such kind of emotional and political depth to some of this music that I am a little bit out of my um, comfort zone, and I feel quite stressed. Okay. I'm sweating. I'm sweating here. I'm sweating. Um, On the press release for this particular song that I'm going to pick, which is called Palante, uh, it says that it examines the spiritual death that occurs when ancestral histories and identities are abandoned in order to assimilate. The song's title is a Spanish affirmation that means onwards, forwards, borrowed from the name of the newspaper that published The Young Lords, a Puerto Rican community activist group that agitated for change in the 1970s it's a lot but and interestingly because you know uh, that I think you even uh, alluded to earlier I'm someone who will listen to lyrics ahead of kind of musical content Um, even I I listened to this song and took it totally on face value and just thought this is a really interesting piece of music Um, and then found out that it was about all this other stuff and then was kind of scared uh, to play it because I didn't know that I could do it justice. Um, okay. But I think what's really interesting about it, and apologies in the edit, you might have to play like a relatively long clip of this because you get the first kind of minute, maybe minute and a half, is quite sparse, quite minimal, and then you hear where the Beatles' influence comes in. Um, a piano comes in, essentially, and it suddenly becomes a Beatles tune. Uh, right. And then it goes back, and then it goes to all these other places. Really, really exciting, amazing piece of music by someone who clearly has a really powerful voice. Um, but yeah, I thought it was uh, kind of perfect in the sense that, you know, we're all these years on uh, since John sadly passed away, and still uh, really uh, politically important and vibrant music is taking influence from his catalogue and that's kind of what he would have wanted as well so this is what I'm going to play is Hooray for the Riff Raff Lately I'm not too afraid to die I wanna leave it all behind I think about So 
that was hooray for the riffraff. Uh, what did you think? I thought that was um, a song that I'm surprised I've never heard. A song that maybe just, I don't know if it's because you've just told me about it, but it feels like it carries a lot with it. Um, it sounds like the kind of song that uh, deserves to be a classic, but I'm surprised. I ju- yeah, I'm just surprised I don't know yeah. it. Looks and, brand and, you new. know, maybe it's wax spanking new. Okay, well then it sounds like I'd like that to be well known. Yeah, it's got and like... also definitely about the the Beatles ref the kind of definite definite reference almost. Yeah, with the kind of uh, what? Sorry, what's the album that I told you about? No, sorry, as we were talking just then, I said it sounded like um, from... You started singing Oct- Octopus's yeah, Garden. Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, kind of from that kind of time. There's yeah. a, um, that kind of... Um, really bouncy, jolly yeah, yeah, piano. Yeah, yeah. Slow, bouncy. Yeah. Yes, that's definitely definitely what I meant. Yeah, um, and also the... I, I don't know if I'd really clocked it before, but the, the verse before it gets to that has got very much Imagine vibes. Uh, and then, yeah, like you say, you get into Octopus's Garden or Obla Di Obla Da or something like that. Something really bouncy and piano-y. Yeah. Uh, which is apparently what I'm feeling today, because also that's what Elton John brings to the first track I picked. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently I'm a bouncy piano guy today. Who knew? Love his um, stuff. But yeah, I think that's really great. Was very unlucky to miss out on being my musical highlight of the week, but uh, well worth checking out. And from what I understand, this is going to be a really powerful album that's coming up uh, from... Uh, hooray for the riffraff so keep an eye out listeners and it might not be the last you hear of them from me this year lovely stuff so uh, without further ado we're going to skip on to the final area of the Lenone legacy that we're focusing on and uh, to tell you what's really happening in this room right now listeners Harry is looking he's grimacing (laughs) He's sort of licking his face in terror. He's He just looks absolutely horrified about what's yeah. going to occur next. Do you need me to go first while you think of something? You know what? That would be a really nice idea. Yeah, I'm going to go back-to-back picks. Yeah. Just because... First time ever, I think. Yeah, just because... I ain't got fun clue. For, for some reason, you think you might think of something in the next four minutes. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I fill for you. Okay, so team me up. Fill for me. Okay, so me. obviously this podcast is about, or is based on the fact that John Lennon had the airport in Liverpool, Liverpool, um, Liverpool. named after him. And that got us to thinking, who else in the music world deserves an establishment or a building or something named after them? Yeah. That hasn't already been done. Yes. So, you're going to give us <laughs> your pick, and I am going to desperately think of something, and it's going to be acceptable. So, you know when, uh, over the last sort of period of time, for whatever reason, you're not really even sure why, but you've just been listening to a lot of a band that you've known for years and years and years and years. Yeah. And they just, for whatever reason, they've just kind of come into the fore of your thoughts. This you. has happened for me over the last fortnight or so with a band that 100% you know and I'm 99% sure you like and approve of. They hail from Sweden. Sweden? Their what? name is The Hives. Okay, that was my only guess yeah. from Sweden. 
And uh, for whatever reason, like I say, I've been watching, I've been watching videos of them being interviewed. I've been watching live sets. I've been listening to like their first albums. Yeah. I don't know why I've dived headfirst into the world of the hives, but I have. And when this question came up, it just felt too perfect because one, as you say, you know, when I said they're a band from Schwerden. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I know. Are you going to have an Arkea? No, no, I'm not. Uh, no, I've gone better than that. I'm better than that, Harry. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100% better than that. But when I said a band from Schweden, it's ABBA or... Stop doing it. <laughs> it's ABBA or the Hives. Sorry, I'm just going to have a band from Schweden. <laughs> the point is, it's ABBA or the Hives. Um, so they have that kind of uh, unique, iconic position for us anyway, within Swedish music, which makes them... A great tribute, anyway. Uh, I don't think musically Sweden has that many kind of international exports of the size of the hives. A lot of, um, I mean, like Robin. They've got yeah, Robin. You've got so, got They've, quite a bit of like pop and dance music. You played some Swedish music last week. Yeah, in, Zara Larsson. Zara Larsson. Henrik Larsson's uh, daughter. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> And also, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. Well, no, the, the kind of Scandinavian scene, yeah, Norway, and that they're producing quite a bit for. They're doing like TV and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Fantastic centre. We forwards. had a search in the other day for Scandinavian voice. Yeah, that was it. It's as far as it got. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, I felt like they were worth paying tribute to because at, at the very least they're one one of the only kind of big international Swedish uh, sort of rock acts. Yeah. But also, and the reason they're perfect for this, is their lead singer, Howling Pelly Armqvist. He is quite possibly the most brilliantly mad, charismatic, hilarious frontman ever. Certainly of his generation. There's no one as funny as him. He's... He's up there with like Jarvis Cocker, like for just being absolutely hilarious. Um, there's so many, like while I've just been randomly becoming slowly more and more obsessed with the highs over the last few weeks, uh, I've just been sort of searching his name, and there's all these like um, sort of blog posts and stuff like that of like the 15 funniest things, not that he said ever, that he said at tonight's gig, and they're always hilarious. He's always said like 50 different hilarious things every single show and the two times I've seen them he was absolutely hilarious then as well yeah the ultimate frontman uh a, a genius at what he does and very handsome very very yeah. handsome uh so I thought right he's my man I'm gonna name something after Howlin' Pelly. uh so I thought right where's he from because John's obviously from Liverpool Sweden. <laughs> he's from Sweden <laughs> So I'm going to name the Schweden Airport. <laughs> no, he's from... He's from a place called Vastanfors. Vastanfors. V-A with two dots over it. S-T-A-N-F-O-R-S. Vastanfors. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. I I, I cannot apologise enough, no. listeners. Vastanfors! <laughs> Especially Swedish listeners. I'm a terrible person. Um, But... I thought, right, it's hometown. What are we going to name after him there? Done a Google to find out what's there. Dancy Google. And the top result... Google. 
<laughs> that was you, not me. That was nothing to do with me, listeners. Uh, the top result was uh, the uh, Homestead Museum, Vastonfors, which I love their tagline. I mean, I'm sorry. It's of it... all, Sorry, of all the things you can't do, the Swedish accent you're all right at. And I've never heard you do an accent properly. Yeah. So what's this all about? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> uh, I've just hung out with a lot of Swedish people this year. Oh, true, true that. What was yeah. that? Carry on. <laughs> right. Anyway, they have a homestead museum. And as I was trying to say before you rudely interrupted me, their tagline... Sorry, can I just... <laughs> their tagline did make me giggle. They call it... This is their, like, their selling point. The most open homestead museum in Sweden. 364 days a year. <laughs> the most open. <laughs> the most open. It's up for anything. <laughs> Nothing else is as open. And beautifully situated in the canal of Stormsholm and Kolbaksson is the most popular attraction in uh, Vastanfors, Sweden. Here you find a gift shop with Swedish high-quality handcrafts postcards, gifts and candy, as well as a cafe with homemade cinnamon buns, cookies, cakes and sandwiches. Oh, it just sounds like a lovely place, doesn't it? It sounds absolutely beautiful and the pictures are amazing. I, I sound like I'm mocking this place, but it looks beautiful. And this town that he is from is absolutely stunning. I mean, absolutely shits on anywhere we're from. The whole of England, to be fair. It's... Even Portslade. It's like this, these amazing old looking buildings. It looks so cosy and warm inside them all. And there's like a bit of snow in loads of the pictures. Looks incredible. Uh, but my point is what all this has been leading up to is that I want to rename the Homestead Museum as the Howling Pele Unchrist Homestead Museum in Vastanfors. That's my pick. Lovely and stuff. I think it would be a fitting tribute to a man that is uh, an icon of his generation and a legend and one of the best front men I've certainly ever seen live. So, uh, yeah, that's my pick. And to round it off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a song. And it's going to be from the Black and White album. And it's going to be called You Got It All... Dot, 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 wrong. Interesting. I love it. So, that's my final pick. I hope I've given you enough time to make your final pick, Harry. But if I haven't, let's listen to the song a little bit to give you a final little bit of cramming time. <laughs> it's the hives. We had a laugh, but it That was The Hives with You Got It All Wrong. And have you got it all prepared, is my question, Harry. I actually do. Yeah? Um, sorry. <laughs> there was a delay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another little thing. Wikipedia won't load. I don't use Wikipedia, mate. I've got standards. Right, so originally I was going to go for something like a Yeezy University. I mean, we talked about Kanye so much on here that I'm just not going to do it just for the yeah, the sake of our listeners. I know one of my first ideas was um, mm. a 
uh, a lettuce farm named after Tyler because at the end of one of his songs he says something about I don't want no fucking lettuce lettuce. yeah Yeah. and I just thought it'd be funny fuck yo lettuce yeah but again we can't be keep bringing up Tyler yeah I don't know we don't bring him up at least we haven't brought him up for a while Uh, so I've gone for something equally and just as stupid as all the other things I've thought of so far (laughs) um as my existence. Including uh, Interpol with a hospital, just because one of the videos has, has a hospital in it. Um, I mean, uh, this is where I was in the thinking of this. Desperate. Um, oh, it would, it would be straws. good to have a, a graveyard uh, named after a musician that we thought was shit. Or, or like, dead. <laughs> <laughs> that we thought was dead. What about, like, a, a memorial thing? Like an ironic memorial? I don't know. Um, right, so I'm Are you going speaking for... of the dead? <laughs> Yes, I always do. Right, so um, here's what I'm going for. Uh, I'm sorry that it's shit, <laughs> but the reason we don't you, apologize you... to me, apologize to the listeners. I'm I'm very 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 sorry. Uh, so the reason why I went for this band, and I won't say them quite yet, is because you mentioned the hives, and it took me way way back. Is it the hives? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the hives, and it's an IKEA from Sweden. <laughs> um, this band also takes me back, like way way back. Um, the Hives are one of these bands that I had on my old iPod that uh, I've got behind me somewhere that I switched on the other day and found all the stuff from like between year 10 to like year what, six, like 15, whatever college was. Um, and this band was up there as well. The band is We Are Scientists. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, now we have played them actually once on the podcast before, but not really. They were the very beginning of Great Escape episode with the song The Great Escape. Very clever, wasn't it? Um, And probably illegal. Um, So I'm not playing that song and I'll tell you for why I choose this band. And it's very clever. Can you guess what I'm going to call? What I'm going to name something? A science block at a school, a science (laughs) research facility, the fucking The Hadron Collider. A science lab is as far as I was going to go with this one. You're cretin, mate. <laughs> I know. I did not I think mean, about this. You've let me you down. You've got like, the Guggenheim and shit, and I've got... I know, it's not I, that. I've done um, so much research. I, know, oh, I just did more my research. Oh, look, I've had a day. We've had um, the exact same amount of time. Yeah. Well, and I have a job too. I'm pointless. Um, so I've come for We Are Scientists with a crazy little science lab. Not even a specific science lab. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, let's let's go with this one. So I was looking on Wikipedia the other day, <laughs> and I saw that in Timbuktu they don't have any science labs. So it's finally time that Timbuktu, if a real place, gets their own science lab so they can finally move on in the world. So, look, the main reason I'm going for this is that I want to play them on the podcast. I want to talk about them because this is a band I seem to forget about all the time. And I'm just looking at kind of their listening figures. And you've got a f- their, their main song. It's your new like, favourite thing to do, the listening figure, isn't it? Yeah. Seven million. Three million. It's almost as much million. as our last episode. Here <laughs> we go on a roundabout. Um... I think they are... They're always bringing out stuff. <laughs> They've brought out... Since 2010, which is Barbara, the last album Seriously, I Seriously, what to. is that in your hand? 
Is that a massive load of straws that you're clutching at? <laughs> it's a beer with the... What's it called? I don't know. The beer separator thing still on it. They've had three albums since then. I haven't heard a single one. <laughs> they are always touring. They are always touring, Tim. They've oh, yeah. been touring since I've, we I've, were at I've, school. I've seen them a couple of times. They were great. They haven't aged. No, because they looked really old good. in the first place. He had grey hair. Yeah. Immediately. Both of them did. He arrived on the scene with grey hair, the main guy. It's ridiculous. Right, come on. Get on with it. Right, yeah, I will. Um, so I'm going to play something from... Uh, I think I'm going to go Brain Thrust Mystery. There's not much to say for me. That's okay, because Brain Thrust Mystery. Thank you. It's, um, it's the Cribs and We Are Scientists combined. Wow. You're a clever little clog. I am. Um, the song I'm going to go for is Chick Lit, just because I remember it being like my most played song, I think, from this album when I was a bit younger. Have you ever read any Chick Lit? All the time, mate. I love a bit of Chick Literature. <laughs> I love a bit of Chick Literature. Oh. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna play Chicklet, and we're just gonna accept that I haven't done any research, and then we'll move on to next week's podcast after this. Is that cool with you? It's sort of cool with me. <laughs> so it's gonna have to be. Uh, also, Tim wants to leave soon. So Chicklet, don't blame this on me. From Brain Thrust Mastery, from We Are Scientists. I wouldn't be caught dead with your kind. All the hot shot carrying on that you do It's your move I wanna see you all buried alive And I'll be up top carrying on over you Only for you So you have it listeners, there is maybe the most half-assed selection that has ever been on tracks. Remember last week when we said we might have made it to 50 episodes but uh, podcasting takes dedication and uh, hard work and commitment to your cause and we promised you that no matter what happens we'll still be here trying our best to give you a great episode. That was frankly Look, bullshit. Sorry, one of us will still be just here. Just because the last one was a little bit lacklustre doesn't mean that the others were. Okay. Anyway, the point is, I'll still be here for you, listeners. I'll be. I'll here. be giving you. I'll be here giving you everything. I'll be there for you when the rain starts to fall. Pour. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> the rain pours. Uh, anyway, uh, this has been episode number fifty-one of Tracks. Um, what a way to start the second half of our first century. Yeah, right. Yeah. Depressing. I laughed uh, <laughs> a lot, mate. It's fine. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in, uh, for sticking with us through thick and hideously thin. Um, <laughs> we love you for it. You're our heroes. Uh, we're your heroes. I've been Tim. I've been Harry. This has been Trax, and I was going to ask you if you have a track to take us out on, but I assume no. <laughs> You're a twat, <laughs> uh, No, I don't. I'm going to pick a song and uh, playing on this week's uh, theme, obviously, John Lennon. And I'm going to play a Beatles song. And I think it has a real poignancy here. 
because hopefully by the time we do another podcast we will come together in a much better harmony than we did this week we're going to play Come Together it's a great song it's the Beatles thank you good night goodbye we love you see you soon listeners bye bye one thing I can tell you is you got to be free come together He got more as gone.